my man surprise should I marry my girl? He said, wait up, hold up. She fly, love God, and she got a good mind. Oh, boy, this a layup. Gotta take it when it comes. Please don't miss it. Huh? What you about to do with the rock when it's game time for the weather? Save me a ticket. Ah, one time. Is it game time? Hey, welcome to another episode of the podcast, and uh, I wanted to give a little bit of uh, an update on what's going on with this particular episode. Um, as you know, when we record the podcast, we're in the gym, we're in the restaurant, we're walking around. We don't really uh, script out what we're going to do. Uh, we will say, hey, let's talk about this topic, and then um, we'll just start talking about it. And we did that on our way to the gym, from the gym, in a restaurant, wherever. And uh, this particular episode, we were on our way from the gym and we were discussing uh, the next topic uh, on our Road to Infinity Wars series, uh, which is the time gym. Uh, now, as you're going to hear, we had a great conversation about the time gym. Uh, but then for some reason, uh, the latter portion of the recording just stopped. And we didn't realize it until later that it wasn't recording. And we didn't really have time to get back together and recreate that conversation. It was about another five to ten minutes of conversation. Uh, so what I'm doing now is pretty much trying to recreate and reveal to you guys the conversation that was missed. Uh, and it started with, you'll hear a little bit of this portion, and then it kind of ends abruptly. And I had to weigh... You know, do we start all over and wait or do we, you know, just go ahead and put up the parts that we caught? Because it was some really great conversation about the science behind time. Um, but the part that ended is right after I shared, you know, I'm, I'm a pastor. Uh, you can find me on Big Fat Pastor on Twitter and on social media and, and leave your comments and your feedback. We always want to hear your comments. But as a pastor, you know, I look at things uh, not just from a pastoral, but from a Christian perspective, because that's who I am. I'm, I'm a God-honoring Christian. I'm a geek. Uh, so I look at these scientific things. And, and from my perspective, there's nothing uh, Christian-wise or in the Bible or science-wise that don't mesh together. Right? I know a lot of people say that these things contradict one another, but there's not. And if you've listened to the podcast, hopefully you found that out. But in looking at the science of time, what I shared was if you take a pencil... And you hold that pencil, um, just hold it out, extend your arm as far out as it can go. Uh, you can see the entirety of that pencil. The very sharp point of the pencil, probably don't use a mechanical pencil, but you can. But the very sharp point of that number two pencil um, is the point where time began. Okay? Uh, and then it extends, it kind of uh, extends out like a funnel, extends forward. Uh, and then it kind of evens out. And then when you get to the end, the eraser end, there's this sharp cutoff where it ends. That is from a, a biblical perspective, the way that time exists. Uh, God exists outside of time. All of time is captured in that, for lack of a better term, this is an analogy. I'm not saying that time is shaped that way or whatever. I'm just using that as an analogy. All of time is captured in that number two pencil. The point is the beginning of time. And you get down to the eraser, and there's the end of time. Um, 
wherever, whenever that is. We don't know. Uh, and we don't know when time started when and where we are, <clears throat> excuse me, on the time schedule now. Contrary to all the conversations and arguments about, you know, how old the universe is, um, the Bible doesn't say. So I don't speculate or don't argue. The Bible wasn't written to say, here's how old the earth is. The Bible was written to say, here's how it came and here's how God revealed himself to humanity in all these different ways. But time, at some point, is going to end. So since we don't know where time ends, we don't know where we are in that number two pencil. Uh, we could be still near the tip, near the lead. We could be back near that little metal part that starts the eraser. I'm talking old school number two pencils. Uh, for those of you who have never used a number two pencil, Google it. In any case, uh, that's, that's all the time. God exists outside of that. And if you're holding your hand out, um, you know, as far as you can extend your arm and holding the number two pencil between your fingers, you can see the entirety of that pencil. And that's the way God sees the entirety of time. And it's not like he has to focus on one point or another. A guy can see all of time. He sees the beginning and the end. He sees the day I was born, the day, you know, my great, 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 great grandparents were born. And he sees when time will end all at once. Just like you can see that whole number two pencil when you're holding it out all at once. So that is the way God views time. And, and uh, he can see things that happen at all points in time. But he exists outside of time, so he's not bound by everything that happens in that number two pencil within time. He's not constricted by it. He's not bound by it. But because he's not bound by it and because he created it, he can move freely within it, including at all points within it at once because he's bigger than time. So think of it this way. Think if you were the vision, <clears throat> excuse me for the cough, if you were the vision from Marvel's Avengers, and your hand uh, was bigger than a number two pencil. Let's say you sharpened it down to a nub uh, and your hand was bigger than it and you could phase your hand into it. You could phase your hand into, you know, a finger, into a small part, or your hand through the entire part. God can appear in and out of time in set points in time or in all places at once. Uh, and that, again, that's 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 the biblical perspective of how time exists. Uh, it doesn't contradict any perspective of, of of science in how time moves or anything at all, uh, because the Bible doesn't tell you how time moves. Um, and one of the things that we discussed and, and Corey and Ben brought up is that, you know, if there is, uh, you know, from the scientific perspective, some higher level being that exists outside of time, it would make sense that that higher level being can perceive all of time in its entirety. Uh, and again, I don't know if, I can't remember if this part got cut off or not, but we went into depth about uh, the dimensions. You know, we see, we're, we're limited to the three dimensions and then there's a fourth dimension. I think Ben said at one point that as far as science can imagine, um, there might be as many as 11 dimensions and, uh, I think Corey said we're going to, you know, we'll talk about that one point on the podcast once we get further down the road and, and, and are done with our Road to Infinity Wars conversation. Uh, but I wanted to just add on that because it was a great conversation. We went into a lot more detail about how a higher level being would perceive time and all of that. And I apologize. We just got to get better recording equipment. We lost that part of the recording. Uh, but yeah, this part, all about time and uh, how it impacts the Infinity Wars. 
That's up next on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. All right, so we are talking uh, next up about the next gem on our Road to Infinity War series, and we're talking about the time gem, which, I mean, it's a time gem. You become a master of time, for lack of a better term. All right, so movie-wise... The only thing movie-wise that we have is is literally like a paragraph. Um, It exists... It's the Eye of Agamotto, which is in Carmitage, uh, the Ancient One. I'm not sure if the Ancient One acquired it or it's just something that they've always had. Um, Do they and, know it's a time gem? Yes, or? they call it the time. They call it the time stone. Ah, okay. there, yeah, what's his name? Um, the Library Master Monk calls it the time gem. Wong. Yes. Wong, the assistant. Wong name. calls it the time gem. Oh okay. wow. Okay. That's or time cool. stone or gem. I forget. I think they call him. I think they call them stones instead of gems. Okay. Um, and he and Doctor Strange uses it to defeat Dormammu by going back in, in that time. Coming to bargain. They go into the, the dark dimension, and in the dark dimension, time doesn't exist. So Dormammu doesn't. It, it, time doesn't exist in the dark dimension. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Strange brings time to his dimension by using the stone and catching him in a time loop. Spoiler alert! <laughs> no, getting his butt beat numerous enough. times, but yeah, it has been out. It's on Netflix, so yeah, it is on Netflix. So, um, but the one thing that I thought was interesting was the fact that even though he was in a time loop, Doctor Strange still remembered every single loop. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, he, as the possessor of the time gem, when you use it. Are you no longer bound by the constraints of time? Well, I'm glad you bring that up, because I was going to talk about a theory about that. This was okay. not contrived at all. No, not <laughs> at all. There's a theory that I enjoy, which actually comes... Which I first discovered it from a video game, um, which is one of my favorite video games. It's called Chrono Trigger. Um, if you haven't played it, it was originally on Super Nintendo. It's, it's one of my favorite video games ever. It involves time travel. Um, but it has it, it came about around the same time as what's called a time bastard theory. And what the time bastard theory is if you time travel in any way, you can actually you actually start to exist outside of time. So you still exist. And actually reverse flash in DC comics in Flashpoint. Yeah. Time bastard. That's what it was. He didn't exist in any timelines, but he still had a presence and still existed and was able to hop them. And they played that up a little bit with, uh, what was his name, Theodos Barden? That's that's Reverse Flash, isn't it? Yeah. In uh, the Legends of Tomorrow um, mm-hmm. series where he existed outside of time. Actually, because Flash killed him and made him cease to exist... Because his prior self existed outside of time, and it was trying to catch up with him. There's a right. long thing about so that. So you but. exist outside of time. You still exist, but you're not bound. So you can pretty much go wherever you want without any repercussions. But to go wherever you want, don't you have to enter into time? Yes, but you can hop in and hop out. Okay. 
without any issues. But here's the problem. When it comes to the Time Master Theory, if you want to come back to, like, your present, what they don't, what they thought is, can you exist in the same time, same place at the same time, same being? With well, the Time Master Theory, you would, because you're a completely separate entity now. With the Time Gem... Um, when it's backed by the power gem, you can exist in different timelines and at different points in time at, at once, the same right. time. You can view, pretty much view time like interstellar. Yeah, like you're... you're you can view time as a picture. Mm-hmm. Interstellar, great movie. Okay, so um, is that it, comic? I mean, movie-wise? I mean, wise? That's, that's it, movie-wise. There, that's literally all there is. Now, and and they, it was returned to uh, Karmataj after... But they call it the Time Stone. Do they know it's part of the higher things? Do they... I Wong mean, makes a point to say it's one of the Infinity Stones. So oh, wow. They I don't have that. He does. He okay. says it. I'm, I'm, we need to rewatch. I'm yeah. still it's trying to find... Let's go watch it. All 24 hours of Marvel well, movies just, leading if up you to do, If you just do... We're going to have to binge. Thor 2, Avengers 2... No. If we have to start. We could start at. We have to. Well, if, if you want to see all the gems, you would watch Captain America, and then you could hop right to Avengers. I think Avengers to see the mind gem, even though you don't know it's that yet. And then you'd see. Well, I'm just saying you got the space gem in Avengers. So. Significant one, but well, that's a tesseract. Oh, yeah, I understand. That. That's in Cap. First Captain. Anyway, we'll have to binge before. It's so there. what's the what's the, the the science behind being able to travel through time other than needing okay. to be like struck by lightning and bathed in chemicals <laughs> like the Flash. Or or have a, ton, a flux capacitor and hit 88 and a, miles an hour and then you get to see some real shit. <laughs> or a TARDIS, yeah. Right. So, so other than so, that. So, um, Stephen Hawking has one of my favorite quotes about time travel, which is, if it were possible, then the past and present would already be inundated with people traveling from the future. <laughs> uh, I think that time travel forward is possible and time travel back is not. Okay, well, hold on. Before we get to your... Um, I keep seeing, and I'm sure you guys have seen it, all these pictures and memes on Facebook and stories and blogs about time travelers and it looks like people are carrying cell phones and pictures from, like, the 1920s and that kind of thing. Which people are saying, no, those are just other weird objects. And I'm like, there's... Yeah, most of them, I think, have been debunked. Or photoshopped. Um, most of the one I've, ones I've seen. Yeah, it's really hard to I've trust. I've never seen any of those. Oh, oh my gosh. I've I see seen them all the There's, time. like, all sorts of listicles about them. Never seen yeah. Yeah. I'm like, unless they're photoshopped, just like flat there's not a stuff. really well, valid... Think about an ancient picture, like, in the 1920s. Even if you were to travel back, you know, and you were in 1920s America or something, who would you be talking to on a cell phone? Another like, person with a cell phone, maybe? There would be no tower? There would be no way for a cell phone to do anything in a different time period before right. any of the cell infrastructure was built. So Unless it's so far advanced that it's direct, direct. The most logical explanation is that it is just some other thing that he happens to be holding up to his face at unless, just that point in time. Unless it's a higher futuristic form of communication. I just said that. And they thought, yeah. well, let's make it that. look like I, a I cell just, phone. I just said that. Oh, did yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Thanks for paying attention. Um, I, I can't hear too <laughs> so, well back here. So, I mean, but, you know, uh, photographic, yeah. and I'm using air quotes here, evidence doesn't really no, sway yeah. me at all. I mean, because photos are so easy to doctor. People Manipulate. can see something that they're not actually seeing and so forth. But If they had produced those photos 
30 years ago, it'd be a lot easier to that? lean towards, okay, because, I mean, everything wasn't doctored. I mean, you didn't have Photoshop. Well, maybe you did 30 years ago. I mean, there was, doctoring was possible 30 years ago. But, but it was not, not, not as easy. Yeah. And it actually took Loch Ness Monster picture is probably more credible than that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, as far as science of time travel, um, the main, I mean, there's, there's all sorts of different theories, and time is one of my favorite subjects, and I think we've talked about before on the podcast how time may not even exist at all as we perceive it. Another key thing to always remember about time is time is relative. Time's relative depending on how fast you're moving. Gravity. Um, the, the amount of, excuse me. <laughs> Bless, you. Bless you. The amount of gravity you're experiencing, so time dilation on a, in a high gravity area, such as close to a black hole, can make time slow down for you, whereas the rest of the universe keeps going at normal speed. Same thing if you're traveling close to the speed of light. I mean, if you're... We're not capable of, of light speed travel because we're not massless, but we could get close theoretically with enough power. And if we did, then we would... I mean, for all intents and purposes, we would travel forward in time because the time we got right back... Yeah, everything would be much more time yeah. would have passed than... Um, uh, passed on Earth or wherever than for us. So, I mean, forward, forward time travel... In, in the sense that you could travel a short amount of time for you and end up far in the future is possible, uh, and it all, you know, mathematically works out using the uh, yeah. theories of general relativity. But, but time travel back, on the other hand, I don't think it's possible. That would require moving... It basically would require somehow pulling us out of our fourth dimension, fourth dimension yeah. and traveling through the fifth dimension. So we will have a podcast on dimensions, right? Just dimensions. We will have it. There's so, a lot to talk about. Well, basically, I mean, if you just consider time as another spatial dimension, um, it becomes really simple. So to travel vast distances in space, you would need to travel through the fourth dimension, which is time. But you know, seen from a higher dimension, so say from a higher being that was that existed in a higher dimension, time would look like. A three-dimensional object um, and everything moving in time would just be expressed by a three-dimensional you'd look like a giant snake basically essentially moving throughout this dimension spatial dimension and everything it you know would be sort of intertwined together but moving through time so moving through the fourth dimension would require somehow escaping it and traveling through the fifth dimension now we don't really know what the fifth dimension is I mean we can go up there's actually a really cool short video I watched that explains the dimensions, and they theoretically the highest possible possible dimension right now is 11, I think. Um, and Which, it didn't they call it the God dimension? Um, not in this video, but like basically it just it extrapolates that you know if you have a one-dimensional line, a two-dimensional square, a three-dimensional cube, a fourth-dimensional tesseract, and you keep going up spatially, then it. Um, I think at most get to 11 dimensions uh, and it explains it in a really cool way I'll try to find the link Floyd and send it so that you can put it in, up with the podcast but okay. uh, anyway yeah so traveling through time would require just figuring out a way to generate enough power to escape a fourth dimensional shackle and travel through the fifth dimension whatever we, that may we be we are trapped in the fourth dimension right now yeah the fourth dimension is our upper bound that's our okay. prison so if if 
we have to figure out a way to break break through that. Yeah. If we wanted to travel back in time. Traveling forward in time is just a matter of going really fast. Faster than time is moving. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of. I can't really explain relativity because I'm still wrapping my mind around it. Yeah, that's, that's going to have to be a whole podcast. But if you travel at the speed of light or close to it, then time slows down for you just because of how light works. Yeah, that'll be a t- podcast in and of itself. I'd like to brush up because... And, and especially if you're near like a planet that has higher gravity or closer to a black hole that has higher gravity. Uh, so let's say, for example, you're there for a few hours time would pass by it's really quickly and then someone outside of that gravity like 23 years would pass it, it can get that crazy and that's all true science that's a real thing all right time is relative did you know that um the satellites in space because of their altitude actually i think experience time slower than we do the astronauts do so that well the astronauts do it's it's in the ISS barely perceptible it's it's percentages but it's there but it's so much that they have to correct them when i forget they get back well no they have to correct the satellites every so often because if they didn't then our gps's would be off by like 30 miles after a year or so so it's it's like fractions of a second oh well, yeah when i was adding up but when i was uh, doing ground station satellite controller uh, stuff they had guys who our goal was controlling the information going over the satellites and the equipment that sent it. Uh, their job was actually controlling the satellites and making corrections to the satellites so that they stayed in their geosynchronous orbit mm-hmm. and didn't, like, they would have to make literal adjustments every so often to the satellite to keep it exactly where it needed to be so that it would, if the footprint it had had to stay exactly the same depending upon the missions that we were working on. All right, so from 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 a I'm going to shift to from a biblical perspective because I've had this discussion with several people before um, with how does God see time or is God impacted by time and the analogy that I've heard and makes sense is that if you and I've used this before too if you have a pencil think of a pencil a very sharp pencil that very tip, sharp, not not a mechanical pencil, regular number mm-hmm. two lead. Mm-hmm. That very sharp tip is the beginning of time, and as you go towards the eraser, is the end of time. And a pencil, unless you get one of those big giant ones from the carnival, is only so long. So if you hold it out, if you hold your arm out in front of you, extend your arm as far as it will go, and hold the, like the middle of the pencil you can see from the beginning to the end of the pencil with no problem. Mm-hmm. So that's how God views time. He can see the beginning of time, the end of time, and all the points in between without any problem. So if you're looking at the pencil, you can see the entirety of the pencil with no problem. <laughs>